0: Greenlight Network presents football time. Hey, and welcome to the football time show. We're here for college football week four. We're four weeks in and, uh, I think this was my toughest slate to uh, pick games on. So uh, I don't necessarily think it's a bad slate, but uh, I definitely had a lot more trouble finding games that I liked this week.
1: Yeah, tough slate or not, I'm ready to get into it because I had a rough week last week, and I'm I'm ready to move on and uh, get another good week under my belt
0: all right let's start out by previewing our games of the week let's start out with georgia bulldogs versus vanderbilt commodores i I don't know how long this has happened in history uh but georgia (laughs) opens the conference season with back-to-back over 30 point favorites they are 35 and a half point favorites versus vanderbilt commodores here um I I don't know how much we need to really preview this game. I I think the question is, do you think Georgia can cover this line? They could not cover the line versus South Carolina. Uh, Vanderbilt uh, has a nice win over Colorado State, uh, struggled versus ETSU, uh, who I noticed was up to about 16 in the subdivision top 25. So uh, making a push there. Um, Versus Stanford got blown out pretty much, but did manage to score some points. So uh, can Vanderbilt cover this line? What do you make of Georgia? Can they get the 30-point conference cover in this one? Uh,
1: Yeah, I think Georgia's going to be looking to run it up as much as they can, and I just don't think uh, Vanderbilt has the offensive capability to to cover the spread like South Carolina could there at the end. Not that South Carolina scored a whole lot. Uh, Now, Vanderbilt defensively, if they can slow the game down, Maybe, uh, but they're going to have to get some first downs, and I just don't know if they'll be able to do that against this Georgia defense.
0: Yeah, uh, I I think if you ask me to make a pick one way or the other, I'm always going to lean towards Vanderbilt and taking 35 and a half points. But I certainly think this one's a much more coverable spread than last week's uh, versus South Carolina. Uh, So that's that. Uh, We'll move on to uh, games that have a little more balance into them, and we'll move into an actual game with balance in them. Notre Dame, going to Wisconsin. Uh, the fun thing about this one, I looked up the uh, Winsopedia to see head-to-head how they played, and they had not played a game since like 1974. Yeah. So I couldn't factor that into my rankings too much. Uh, the other good thing, they've had two ties, a zero-zero 0 tie in 1905. And a better one, a 7-7 tie in 1942. Uh, I don't know if anyone is aware of what was going on in 1942, but I was shocked there was a football game <laughs> he played in 1942. So uh, interesting there. Uh, could not get a gauge of head-to-head here uh, since they had not played in the, about uh, 40 years. Um, what do you make of this game? Notre Dame comes in as six-and-a-half-point dogs. We haven't seen a whole lot of Wisconsin, uh, you know, tested versus uh, Penn State, not really tested versus Eastern Michigan. Uh, Notre Dame definitely been tested. Where are we putting this here? Uh, I, 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 I want to tend more
1: towards uh, – to lean more towards Notre Dame here. Uh, I just think offensively their production has been a little bit better. Uh, their quarterback's been throwing for a lot of yards. Now, they've had some close games. And, you know, one way you can look at it is these these close games may have given them that big game experience. So they know they're they're, they're not going to get caught off guard against this Wisconsin team. Um, and, you know, and it is a neutral site game. So uh, probably going to be uh, more Irish fans there, I'd say. So it's not really a road game uh, per se. But Wisconsin just let me down. I thought, I thought uh, they would have a lot more offense and they just haven't really produced. And I just – I'd I'd have to win
0: Notre Dame here. Yeah. uh, The funny thing here is like, uh, I I think if we took a co off Notre Dame and put him on Wisconsin, I I think they win that Penn state game. And when we're looking at a much, much better Wisconsin team, uh, Notre Dame's hard to judge. They've had some injuries, especially on that offensive line. I think that's what makes me a little nervous here. Uh, You know, I think Wisconsin can be had in the secondary. You saw that in the Penn state game where they got beat deep a handful of times. Uh, but my question is, can Notre Dame hold up along that front line and uh, be able to hit those big passes? I think they're running back. Uh, will be able to hit some plays on Wisconsin. Can he hit enough? And then uh, I wonder a little bit about this Notre Dame defense, if they can get off the field and Wisconsin yeah. just sort of mauls them a little bit. You know, I really, really stared at this. It, it Doesn't seem to want to move off that uh, six and a half number. I I think if it had pushed to the key number of seven, I'd be a little bit more sort of in that mix, but it it doesn't seem to want to push off that. I I can't make a decision really either way how this game's going to play out because you sort of look at it you look at the Florida State win, you look at the Toledo win, you look at those two teams' results in the preceding weeks, and you're like, well, how great of wins were those? But I thought the Purdue win was a really good win, uh, you know, despite uh, Purdue missing their uh, running back in that game. But I thought that was the best I'd seen them play. Can they sort of spin that into uh, Wisconsin or Wisconsin, which we don't have much of a gauge of other than that first week, which seems like a long time ago versus penn state uh so I, I just i was really really torn in this game i i think it'll be an interesting watch but i i just couldn't pull the trigger yeah uh on a side i think i'd lean notre dame but i, I just i wanted a little bit more points here if i was going to dip into that
1: yeah i've been i've been staring at this one all week i haven't made a play yet either but uh uh like you i'm i'm leaning notre dame but i just not confident enough
0: i i think i'd say Watch Winning Daily on Saturday. If this thing moves up oh, off yeah. into that key number of seven, seven and a half, I, I think I'd be a little bit more willing to pull that trigger on Notre yeah. Dame. All right. Uh, we got LSU versus Mississippi State. Mississippi State coming off a tough loss. Uh, LSU coming off a okay win versus Central Michigan. Uh, it, it would have been nice to know Central Michigan was flying down the day of the game to play the game. Uh, Always good news to know in your gambling. If you're taking a team, I sort of wanted to know they were arriving on Saturday to play the game. Thanks, Jim McElwain. Nice strategy there. Uh, But anyway, LSU got the win. Looked pretty good in doing so. Uh, I guess they're trying to position this as a rematch uh, from last year in Mississippi State, uh, blowing them out. Uh, I, I don't know how... Revenge factor plays a case. Uh, they got blown out because they were bad at defense and not very good at offense. Uh, that seems to have continued at LSU. What do you make of this uh, Mississippi State LSU game? Mississippi State, uh, two and a half point dogs here, uh, over under 56 and a half. So they think this is going to be a high scoring game, uh, but uh, I don't quite read it that way. What do you make of it?
1: Yeah, I, I think, you know, Mississippi State, they're very turnover prone. Yeah. Um, and, and this LSU defense, can, they can force a lot of turnovers. Now, uh, they may give up some big drives. So I could see a lot of yardage in this game, but I don't know as far as finishing those drives in the end zone how well either of these teams are going to be. Uh, but I, I really can see this game going either way. This is another one I'm, I'm, I'm just staying away from uh, because I think both of these teams are kind of right there on that same level in the SEC West. And I'm, this is going to be a telling game to see how each of these teams finish. Uh, they both need this win desperately. Uh, but I think if I had to go with somebody, I'd go with the talent on the LSU side, uh, but we just haven't quite seen that talent perform the way we expected at the beginning of the year yet. Yeah, uh,
0: you, you mentioned Mississippi State, turnover prone. I think that's what I've liked about him the last couple of weeks. Power seemed to have grown into his game there and played a really, really uh, good football. If you watch that Memphis game, uh, Mississippi State went up and down the field. Uh, you mentioned it, though, lots of yardage not enough, uh, end result there. And, uh, it, it sort of cost them in that, uh, sort of last playish of the game there. Yeah. Uh, LSU, I, I, don't really know what to gauge. You got a McNeese state win. You got a central Michigan win. I, I mentioned central Michigan, uh, traveling down there the day of the actual game. I don't think I've seen that, uh, in a college game, probably since the 1970s. Um, it, I, I, I have Mississippi State in my picks here just because I am taking a lot from uh, last year's game. Uh, I think Mississippi State's offense versus that LSU uh, defense, it's a scheme thing more than anything. You know they're going to rush the quarterback. Mississippi State is going to do quick throws. I don't – if. LSU is in that same coverage. I believe the same thing's going to happen. That happened last year. They're just going to, you know, uh, torch them to death with little seven yard outs, uh, seven yard quick slants, and LSU won't be able to get off the field. They'll give up points, and I don't know if LSU's offense is capable of uh, winning a shootout type of game. So I do have a little bit of a lean here in Mississippi State, plus the two and a half. It's not my favorite pick of the day. I told you I was struggling for picks. Uh, This was one I put on there just because I based it off of last year's game. And I think that sort of same thing will repeat, uh, especially as it's uh, being played in Starkville there. So that's sort of where I'm sitting on that one. But uh, I do think it'll be an interesting game. Really important game for LSU. I I think if they lose this one, uh, the heat gets even more. Uh, turned up on uh, Ed there, especially if it's a blowout like it was uh, last year, you know. All right, uh, let's move on. This one, I was really, really tortured on. I I will say, I I very badly wanted to take Mizzou uh, over Boston College in this one with Boston College's quarterback uh, being out. I think Boston College is the better team. Uh, What pulled me back from it a little bit is I was highly confused why Mizzou is a favorite uh, on the road here, even with Boston College's quarterback. I don't know any way to read on Mizzou. Uh, I think Boston College is a really, really Pretty solid team. Probably a if uh, Jokanovic is there, I, I think yeah. they probably could have been a nine-win team in this ACC. Maybe even ten-win uh, with the way they were playing early and the way he was playing early. Uh, you know, I, I think they'll go back more to their run game here. Uh, with the quarterback in there. But uh, I, I really wanted to take Mizzou here, but there was just no way I could take Mizzou as uh, road So uh, I'm curious your take on uh, this game here. I,
1: I think if Boston College had, had their quarterback, this would have definitely been a shootout. Yeah. I think that over-under would have been a little bit higher because I could I could potentially see both of these teams scoring 30 points. But uh, Boston College is probably going to want to slow this game down a little bit more uh, with Missouri having to go up to them. I it's like you said, I can't really get a huge read on it. Mm. Um, I like Missouri offensively, don't like them defensively, but Boston College is going to be struggling offensively. So they kind of play into each other there, but, uh, you know, being favored on the road at an undefeated team is a little odd. Yeah,
0: that's – you know, it wasn't even necessarily that I'm factoring in a huge home field advantage, either a noon game in Boston College. I'm sure there will not be many people there, uh, but I just – I don't like Mizzou on the road. You saw them, uh, you know, playing in Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, they did not play well. And then Kentucky played awful the next week versus Chattanooga. And it, it just – I couldn't get a gauge. They are good offensively, but their line is terrible. And Boston College's defensive line is pretty good, which makes me a little bit nervous. Uh, is Mizzou going to be able to get the points necessary here? And I just – I really want to take Mizzou, but something is telling me dude can't take the Mizzou Tigers in a road game. So I, I just don't have a great feel for it. Certainly don't have a great feel for it with uh Boston College's uh, quarterback situation there. But uh interesting game. Definitely uh Probably a really good gauge to see where uh, Mizzou is. If Mizzou can't win Kentucky, can't win this one, uh, I think they're probably – I think I'd slide them a little bit below even uh, uh, South Carolina. Now, we'll see how they play uh, coming up here, but uh, uh, I I don't know if I'm sliding them behind a Tennessee yet. We'll have to see what uh, occurs there this weekend. I think the most intriguing game, uh, I had marked. Uh, <laughs> I, I marked this down as at SMU. This was one of the ones I've written down. I told you I've written down. I marked down SMU. And then I began to research because I was like, oh, I always think this game is close. Then I researched and uh, TCU is pretty much annihilated every year, except yeah. for uh, last year when SMU got them. I don't know how much we factor in uh, last year. It's COVID situation. This line still seems high to me, uh, but once I started investigating how this matchup went, it didn't quite seem as high. I didn't seem as bullish on SMU, especially when they needed, you know, really, really last-second win versus Louisiana Tech last week. Uh, TCU uh, coming off a bye week uh, got that tough win versus Cal. Uh, I'm curious your thoughts on this game.
1: Um I think this is a game that TCU is going to look at. a uh, look to come out a little bit more explosive out of the gates. Uh, they, they came out really sluggish against Cal, got in a hole, uh, if not for a couple of mistakes by Cal. Uh, they probably could have lost that game there. So uh, they're definitely going to be ready, and especially with that bye week. So I think that spread's probably a little high, but I, I'd like to lean TCU here.
0: Yeah, I, I, I sort of felt the same way. My initial look was high. Uh, this is a big time rivalry game, and then I looked and I was like, eh, TCU has just annihilated. Pretty much since uh, TCU became good and SMU uh, stopped being good. Uh, what is your feel on SMU? Uh, you know they're undefeated to start the year. Uh, not great wins versus Abilene Christian in North Texas. Not good teams. Um, an unimpressive but an impressive victory. Yeah, at Louisiana Tech. Um, do you think they are capable of playing with this TCU team, or is it a little bit schedule-manipulated that they're 3-0? and uh,
1: I think it's a little bit schedule. I don't think this SMU team is quite as good as they've had the past couple of years, uh, and they're probably going to get exposed in this. Yeah, I,
0: I, I have to agree with you. I, I thought mm-hmm. they were going to be really good in that Louisiana Tech game, uh, just could not pull away. Yeah. That game was just – neck and neck and either team could have won it there at the end. Uh, so that made me pull back on that one a little bit, but I'm still a little bit intrigued to see how this comes out. I'm curious to see how TCU really is. Uh, I, I think they need to beat uh, this one bad.
1: I, I, You know, I think the big 12 is up for grabs. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a good power play between about four or five teams and, and these guys are going to need everyone they can get.
0: Yeah. Speaking of the big 12, uh, interesting game here. Uh, Texas tech at Texas uh texas seven and a half point favorites um coming off a annihilation of rice before that the uh loss to arkansas and then annihilation of lafayette so that's sort of been texas summed up (laughs) for the last 15 years texas sef off to a uh pretty good start 3-0 and on the year Uh real big win versus fiu uh, a couple weeks ago Stephen F. Austin, who's a pretty solid team, not an impressive win there, but a nice win uh, versus Houston in the opening week uh, where they pretty much won 35-0 in that second half. Uh, can Texas Tech go in there and play with Texas, or is this sort of a, a sort of paper 3-0 and as well?
1: Well, I think this is going to be a really back-and-forth game. I think it's going to be high-flying. I'd probably look at the over more than anything here, even mm-hmm. though it's 60 and a half. Uh but I think it's going to be whoever can take care of the ball who doesn't make bad turnovers because uh, these teams are going to be scoring on more possessions than they're not. So if you if you have that big turnover at the wrong time, it could cost the game. Uh, I think Texas Tech offensively is capable, um, but so is Texas. So uh, we'll see how it falls out. I, I like Texas uh, a little bit more than Texas Tech, but I, I wouldn't put it past them to, to challenge them.
0: Yeah, uh, I, a part of me really wanted to take Texas 10 and a lot bad, bad. And then I just sort of, you know, I think Texas loses to teams that can bully them. Well, I'm not quite sure Texas Tech is that type of team to bully them. And then it becomes a skill game. Yeah, And then Texas in the skill game probably dominates. Well, and
1: I think I'm giving Texas Tech a little bit too much credit for that Houston win. In yeah. Because uh, we built up Houston and then uh, that just turned they, out. They're they were-
0: undefeated since. Go kooks.
1: <laughs> uh, but I don't know how impressive that win actually is. Yeah. Uh, so and then they've played, you know, some okay teams since yes. then. Uh, but Texas, you know, they've 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 given up some points. They gave up a lot of points to Arkansas. Uh, but that was more of a line of scrimmage game, and Texas Tech is not the team that's going to be the line I, of scrimmage. I
0: think that's just where I, I sort of pulled back. I was like, if this is a bully team that starts pushing Texas around and they just go in their shell and quit. But that's not. But yeah. that's not Texas Tech. I, I think when we get to TCU – um and iowa state then i'll be a little bit more bullish especially if i can get seven and a half points in those which i doubt i can uh maybe right now versus iowa state but uh, i think they probably are in their turn the corner mode and ready to go on their little run uh after their of course disastrous start uh but it'll be an interesting game uh really to see where texas is is this a team that uh sort of can win the games it's supposed to and just loses a couple that it's not supposed to uh, you know, Arkansas might be really, really good. Yeah. Uh, we don't know that. Uh, we'll certainly find out this week. We'll get to that game. Uh, but you know, Arkansas might be really good. Second best team in the West. They could be. So uh, then you're like, okay, so they lost a uh, road game at Arkansas. Big deal. Uh, but uh, they
1: better get used
0: to those. Yes, <laughs> they better get used to those games. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll move to an interesting game, uh, mostly because it's at twelve o'clock, and I had to. I I spent a whole lot of time on when this game was starting and why it was starting at 12 o'clock. I finally found an answer. It's on the CBS Sports Network. The only way they can fit it in on TV is to play the game at 12 Uh, o'clock. So so Boise State, Utah State is playing technically a 10 a.m. local time game, 12 o'clock our time. Uh, Has to be a, a very interesting way to start out the day. That threw me off a little bit. I don't really have a great read on Utah State. Uh, I think I know where Boise State lies. Important game in the Mountain West. Yeah. Uh, you know, Boise State's two losses are to Central Florida and Oklahoma State. Technically, those don't really matter in yeah. conference play. Now their conference play matters, and uh, they need to get off to a start. They're nine-and-a-half-point favorites here at Utah State. What do you make of this? Yeah, one? It's- Boise
1: State just desperately needs a win here, uh, I think, you know, yeah, it's a clean slate going into this Mountain West Conference schedule, but I think they're going to need some confidence. And this this could be a game they come out and just beat up on Utah State. Now, Utah State's got some solid wins. You know, they beat Air Force last week. Uh, but, no, not Boise State level of talent, I don't think. Uh, so, we'll see what Boise State is, does here. I, I think they're going to jump on them big, but am I confident enough to take that nine and a half? Not so much, but uh, – We'll see if, if it comes down a little bit, maybe. I mean, it's hard for me to believe that Utah State is the real deal because yeah. uh, they were one of the worst teams in football like two, three years ago.
0: The magic of the transport portal, <laughs> I think. Uh, you know, that's sort of where I'm sitting here. I, I think I could probably talk myself into it on a Saturday if this game was being played at like, Five, six, seven, eight o'clock at night, and uh, I've already had some wins or losses, and I'm ready to roll my money over. But uh, a, a nooner, I'm not quite ready to throw money down on a nine and a half point road uh, favorite here when I don't have a great read on Utah State. You mentioned the Air Force win. Uh, I, was it Oregon State or Washington State that they went to? I believe it was Washington State uh, they went into and won that game. So you know they not beaten elite level teams, but beaten good teams. So that tells me they can at least play with these uh, top tier teams in the mountain West Uh, Boise state, you know, can they cover a 10 point spread? They beat up on a, you know, a UTEP team who's played pretty good football, but this is on the road noon, technically 10 uh, o'clock. I just am a little weirded out by it and it's sort of a wait and see. And then probably a month from now, I go back and look and, well, like, uh, why did we not uh, take Boise State minus nine versus Utah State when Utah State probably has like four wins total? Love well, their three and zero start in the Mountain West, but I-, I just couldn't get a great gauge yet on Utah State the time of this is weird. And, uh, the number just, uh, a little yeah. too big for my taste, but should be a entertaining game. Uh, speaking of an entertaining game, San Jose state at Western Michigan, Western Michigan will be without their coach, uh, who's on the COVID list. Um, but Western Michigan now up to, a about a two and a half, three point favorite in this game. I really badly want to take Western Michigan here. The coach thing made me pull off it a little bit, but, uh, this travel uh situation for san jose state really has me uh nervous here hawaii to san jose and now to kalamazoo michigan that's a whole lot of travel within a week's period of time i don't know if they're gonna have quite the legs here uh to pull this one off in western michigan what does your make feel and make of this game
1: well you know western michigan coming off the big upset uh looking really good this year i think and um San Jose State, I've taken two out of the three weeks. They've let me down both times. Uh, Just really struggling to produce offensively against teams that I thought they should. And I don't know if they can hang with Western Michigan in a shootout, which Western Michigan can put up a lot of points. Um, So, and you mentioned this travel situation. I think even without their coach, I, I, I really like Western
0: Michigan here. Yeah, I, I, I might talk myself into Western Michigan by Saturday. Once again, watch Winning Daily on Saturday. Things might adjust uh, as we go on, but uh, that pulled me back. I, I was a little bit nervous about San Jose State's defense matched up versus Western Michigan. You mentioned the offense has been bad, but uh, San Jose State's defense has been really, really still pretty solid. And uh, they shut down Hawaii in that game if they could have found a way to you know score any type of points they cover that spread uh so that has me a little nervous that they can sort of control this game a little bit uh and i'm a little bit worried about a little bit of a letdown from western michigan off that big uh pittsburgh win uh you know Technically speaking, San Jose State might have better defense in Pittsburgh. In fact, they probably actually do. Probably do yeah. So, uh, you know, it, it was just hard for me to gauge. And then you throw in the coach factor and the fact that, uh, you know, this line seems to keep jumping because I believe everybody is factoring in that travel situation and factoring in that they saw last week that Western Michigan beat Pittsburgh. And then they probably see in their score that, Oh, San Jose state played a three point game versus Hawaii. So, uh, you know, I I'm just a little torn here, but, uh, I I do think, uh, I think the balance here lies with Western Michigan, especially with this uh, sort of travel situation. uh, The under might
1: be a good player as well.
0: With San Jose State, uh, I definitely think that might be a decent play there, uh, especially since I I don't know if San Jose State will be able to uh, sustain uh, throughout four quarters of uh, this one. All right, uh, interesting one coming up. New quarterback for Utah. Washington State goes there. Uh,
1: Charlie Brewer's quit. Yes,
0: Charlie Brewer has quit uh, because he wasn't good, and somehow he thinks bad quarterbacks should continue to play uh, snaps and games, uh, especially when the quarterback who replaced him came in and threw three touchdowns and almost brought them back uh, to a nice win versus San Diego State. Uh, So we'll see where that transfer portal takes him. Uh, so he can let another uh college team down. Yeah, I had a bad read on <laughs> on our preseason uh preview. Well, we'll see. Uh once again, we mentioned it, uh, they are one and two, but two losses to non-conference teams, BYU and San Diego State. Their conference season starts now. Uh, new quarterback in there. We'll see if that offense maybe finds a little bit of life here. Uh, 15 seemed a little high for me, though, but uh, Washington State has not looked g- good this year other than the 10-minute uh, stretch of the USC game before they uh, decided to melt and let someone go on a 45-0 run yeah. <laughs> in a uh, pouring rainstorm, mind you.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is another one similar to the Boise State situation. I think Utah has to jump out big early and, and get this win to start their conference schedule fresh. Uh, I think, you know, if this quarterback plays as well, he did it at the end of that last game. I think they can do it. I think uh, the rest of that team is still really talented. Uh, and if he can distribute the ball well, they should be able to handle their business. Uh, that spread's a little large for me to want to play any action. 15 is, is a little yeah. much. Um, but, you know, if if I had to pick a uh, gun in my head, I would take Utah.
0: Yeah, I I think coming even above that key number of 14 – it makes me very, very nervous. You're talking three scores uh, now. And I'm like, and I've Utah team who struggles to score three scores. Yes. The quarterback came in there, but uh, clearly, Uh, They saw something where Charlie Brewer was a better option than him to uh, start the season, which uh, makes me a little bit nervous uh, there. But uh, I I do think this Utah defense will be able to shut down West Washington state. Uh, I think if this was hovering in the 12 and a half range, I'd probably jump on a Utah here, but uh, with this 15 points, it it just seems really, really high uh, for a team. I can't totally trust on the offensive yeah. side of the ball uh, quite yet. All right. Uh, we'll move to a big, big game on the weekend. Texas A&M, uh, Arkansas at AT&T Stadium. So uh neutral site game here. Jerry's World. Jerry's World game. Uh, Texas A&M, five-point favorites in this one. I'm curious your take on this game.
1: Well, Arkansas, I think, has looked better mm-hmm. this year. Um, everyone preseason had a and a lot higher, had them – as the ones to challenge Bama, um, but as far as resume, Arkansas, you know they got that big win against Texas, um, and A and M had you know a real stinker up in against Colorado. Now uh, they looked much better offensively this past week, uh, but it'll be it'll be really interesting to see uh, how they can go up against. Uh, you know, like you said, we described Arkansas as a bully kind of team. <laughs> you know, they're going to really just they're not going to be coming in intimidated. They're going to play power football. They're going to try to make this game ugly. And I, 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 want to, I want to lean Arkansas here for sure.
0: Yeah, I want to lean Arkansas as well. The thing that concerns me is I think if you went like pound for pound, unit for unit, the best unit on the field is probably along that Texas A&M uh, defensive line. Yeah. And that's what has me concerned here. Uh, you mentioned Arkansas. They like to bully people. They like to manhandle people along those offensive line. I don't know if they can manhandle Texas A&M along that offensive line. So if they can't do that, what are we getting from Arkansas? Then we're asking that quarterback to probably do something that's not quite in his skill set. Maybe they can't bully that Texas A&M offensive line. I don't know. I feel like the best unit on the field is the Texas A&M defensive line. So I give them a slight advantage. Do I give them a five-point advantage? I'm not quite there yet on their offensive side of the ball. Uh, I don't quite know what to make of Arkansas's defense. It shut down, uh, you know, Texas, but I don't know what to make of that. The other two games have not been teams that, yeah. uh, I, you know, I, I put a lot of high regard in offensively. So I just sort of. I had to sit this game out on the spread side of things. I do like uh, the total here. I am leaning a little bit on the under on this because uh, I, I do think these two teams probably will just try to smash each other in the mouth along the uh, offensive and defensive lines and not take too many chances. Uh, Cause I think turnovers uh, either side, uh, Texas A&M's quarterback, Arkansas's quarterback, yeah. uh, the Thing that could turn this game is one of them getting a little too aggressive or sloppy with the ball and giving uh, the other team a short field to try to manipulate points on there
1: it would be a great game yeah forward to
0: I am looking forward to this uh game uh should be really really entertaining all right uh this one was the interesting one of the week uh Clemson 10 point favorites at NC State uh NC State uh has Never been good versus uh, elite level teams, but Clemson has not shown the capabilities of even being able to score 10 points uh, in games uh, recently. So, uh, what did you make of this? How are you handicapping this game?
1: This one may be a late add for me. Uh, I think 10's an awful lot for a team that's got a good defense like NC State. They got a good defense, they're the home team. Uh, Clemson has shown they pretty much the inability to score. Um, so you know, getting 10 points with all that, that I just said, you want to go NC state here, but it's Clemson. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's the one big thing, you know, do they get their offense clicking? Does DJ turn it around and start to figure things out? Um, definitely the more talented team here. Uh, but this, this could be a, a really big win for NC state.
0: Yeah. I, I, my initial was NC state. Then I pulled back and it, it just sort of scared me. I'm like, Clemson is due for a game where at least they score points. It might not be consistent, and I'm like, of course it would be the NC State game. Who always, you know, fails against these uh, top a, tier teams.
1: This is a. This is right up dynamite David's alley. This is a pick I would yes. normally be all over. Well,
0: I, I think the fact that you got burned earlier by NC State uh, yeah. might have you have pulled back. Uh, I think if NC State could have won that mistake, oh yeah, I would have been, <laughs> been number one on the list. You would have had money line NC State like number one on the list, yep. but. Uh, Yeah, that concerns me a little bit. Uh, You know, Clemson's putting in the new white running back who's getting compared to Christian McCaffrey. I wonder why that is. (laughs) The Charlotte white kid who's a running back gets compared to Christian McCaffrey because we can't think of any other white running back to compare him to. Uh, But I do uh, wonder if he was so great, why he was not starting at this start of the year. That's always my favorite sign when they start putting in backups and you're like, well, you hype up preseason practices for three months about yeah. how important it is. And then somebody doesn't win a job. And then you're like, Oh, this guy's going to come in and change our whole destiny. So I'm not quite sold on that side of things, but I do feel just like Clemson maybe do for a little bit of a, uh, some sort of offensive spark somewhere in here. Yeah. Uh, so I was just stay away and uh, see if maybe Clemson can get their act together. I just – I couldn't quite pull the trigger on NC State. Also, I worry, uh, since this offense tended to struggle versus Mississippi State to put points on the board. Are they going to be able to put points on the board uh, versus Clemson team? Like if uh, Clemson gets to 17, uh, can NC State get to, uh, say, seven? <laughs> That, that could be a final score <laughs> here. <quarter>. Yes, <laughs> very much so. All right, uh, interesting game here. Rutgers going to Michigan 20 and a half for the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, they're 3-0, and and uh, they're getting juiced up spreads already. So uh, this game was a four-overtime game last year, which uh, has me pretty big on my lean uh, this week pick. But uh, what do you make of this Rutgers-Michigan game here?
1: Yeah, I had – you know, I initially had this one. I, I, I really did, but then I, I pulled away. I just I, – I don't know. Uh, watch – this may be a late ad for me. I, I Could be Shiano Magic. 20-and-a-half um, is an awful lot, but Michigan's offense has really been clicking. Um, but, you know, Rutgers has been looking good, right back to where Shiano had him what, 15 years yeah. ago? So, uh, I'm really torn on this one. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh- I think Michigan's a better team here, clearly. Uh, 20 points better, I don't know, especially based off what I saw last year when they yeah. went into four overtimes. That's, that's a quite a big jump when you're battling to almost lose to a team, to uh, beating them by uh, uh, three scores here. So uh, that just, uh, I'm not quite ready to go there with Michigan, beating a, a team I know will be solid defensively. I'll have to see it again from Michigan. Um, I put Rutgers right in and around the Washington team and Michigan threw for 44 yards on that team. So that has me a little nervous. Uh, Can Rutgers uh, manipulate enough points offensively? I don't know. They were capable of it last year uh, in this matchup. So I'm just going to ride this uh, spread that I just think is a little bit bloated, uh, because we're all falling Uh, once again in love with Michigan because they're three and oh and uh, don't have really any good wins to uh, not match it up but uh, Next up, I, I think this is a fun one. Everybody has this one as their upset special. I'm not quite ready to go there, but the uh, UT San Antonio Roadrunners have gotten off to a hot start uh, versus the Memphis Tigers, who continue to play good football year in and year out. Memphis is a three-point favorite. Are you riding this one in an upset, Bill,
1: here? I, I, you know, I like my Roadrunners, uh, but I don't think they're going to go into Memphis and get this done. Um it's a pretty solid Memphis team. Uh, they look, you know, they they managed to hold up when it mattered uh, last week against Mississippi State. Uh, there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. Yeah. Uh, but that's still, that over-under at, uh, what, 67 yeah. is, is still pretty high. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm, if I had to lean anywhere there, I'd probably take the under. Uh, but I'm probably just going to sit back and watch this one and see how each team performs and, and then – then use that for weeks going forward. Yeah. Uh,
0: It's been a hot pick that uh, I've been listening to. A lot of people take UT San Antonio, and I'm just like, I know we all thought Memphis wasn't going to be as good, uh, but at what point do you start visually watching games in the season and are like, well, Memphis is good again. And, you know, uh, I mentioned last week the Liberty Bowl. I looked it up. They've won 17 straight at home. So uh, you're asking UT San Antonio, a team who – has not been a good football team yeah. for very long stretches of time uh, to go in there and upset Memphis. I, I don't think I I'd have a play either way. Cause I, I do respect UT San Antonio, but uh, I don't quite get the uh, everybody jumping on the bandwagon that UT San Antonio is going to go in there and just uh, beat up on Memphis after we just watched Memphis play uh, you know, snap for snap with Mississippi State and uh, came away with a play and won that game, uh, however is it came about. So uh will be an interesting game, but uh, I, I don't really have a play for it. Uh, but uh, it has been the hot upset special of the week, uh, though I, I don't quite give plus 132 the upset special yeah. oh um, uh, you gotta at least give me in the 160s 170 territory before i really truly uh move it around in an upset special but uh louisville going to florida state uh louisville coming off the uh i i, I don't even know how to quite quantify that central florida game absolute miracle win yeah. uh uh turn it over central Florida is going in uh Central Florida has a ball deflect, uh, pick six, Louisville runs it in, and uh, somehow managed to completely ruin Central Florida's year uh, because Dylan Gabriel broke his collarbone uh, while trying to uh, make a play as well. So uh, uh, Louisville comes in, uh, 2-1 and now, goes to Florida State, who um, seems to be getting worse uh, week to week. Uh, The McKenzie Milton thing uh, versus Notre Dame was, you know, fun and exciting, but uh, he he just – not a great quarterback anymore. I think his uh, average uh, per play on a pass was at 5.5 yards. Uh, so he's just doesn't seems capable of. I don't know if Florida State is totally capable of. Uh, Central Florida might have had more talent than uh, Florida State at the time. McKenzie Milton was playing as well. So uh, what do you make of this game? Louisville going there. Uh, I, I think you still got to respect uh, Doak. Campbell Stadium, but uh, I don't know if this Florida State team has any. There'll there? uh, probably be people there, uh, whether they will be cheering or booing and uh, trying to get another coach fired uh, one year or two years into his tenure. Uh, I don't know, but uh, I think there'll be people there. Happy people, I'm not so sure about.
1: Honestly, to me, this line is probably my biggest no brainer of the week. I, th- I think Louisville wins this game easily. <sighs> Easily. I think they're the much, uh, much better team this far this season, uh playing good football, took down a, a solid UCF team. And I think they're going to do the, uh, they're going to probably win by two touchdowns in this one.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I really want to take Louisville bad here. Um, the road is giving me pause and I just don't know quite how good Louisville is. I sort of want to see this game play before I really sort of lean on Louisville. They got, you know, so lucky in that game they played really well uh, especially in that second half the offense was flowing uh defense uh non-existent but uh you know it's just like what do we look at louisville if you know dylan gabriel completes that pass ucf kicks that field goal uh louisville is now one and two it's just sort of how do our eyes adjust to the number being two and one instead of one and two. Uh, Do we look at this game a little differently? I don't know. Uh, I I sort of just want to see what Louisville is, if that offense could continue uh, because it's looked good, you know, two games in a row here. It did not look uh, great in that uh, old miss game, which I think that uh, offense would flow in that game, but uh, they, they seem to be, off, but that was the opening week game. Uh, they pounded Eastern to Kentucky, which, you know, isn't much. But, uh, you know, 42 points on Central Florida, uh, pretty impressive. Florida State, I, I don't think they're good but I just want to see where Louisville sits uh, in this one before I I really start grabbing them as a sort of road favorites, even if it is a bad for a bad Florida state team. All right. uh, Interesting game of the week, tough loss for UCLA last week. Uh, I, I thought they played a really good game and actually that probably was one of the best games of the night. Uh, End the day for that matter uh great game ucla fresno uh they go to stanford stanford has been good since a new quarterback came in where are you putting this is stanford good enough to uh beat uh ucla here four and a half point uh road uh favorites here for ucla uh stanford's kind of owned them in the last handful of years now granted Stanford's been a much better team the last handful of years here. Uh, This was one of those uh, UCLA games that uh, last year, uh, they should have won and somehow found a way to lose. So where are you putting this UCLA Stanford game?
1: Well, you know, I was one of my few picks I got last week was Fresno. Uh, But I think Stanford, I don't know how they got shut down uh, that first week against uh, Kansas State because they've scored 40 points in back-to-back games. Uh, UCLA has proven they can score a lot of points, but they also give up a lot of points. Um, I wanted to lean UCLA here to get the bounce back win. I think Chip Kelly is a very experienced coach. He's going to have his guys ready. Uh, but I, to me, the play here, it, the no-brainer play here is the over 50, uh, 58 and a half. I, I think this is going to be another high-scoring game back and forth. But – UCLA will probably get it done in the end, but I'm taking the over.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I wrote down Stanford at first, four and a half, home. I was like, I, I like that. Then I started to delve in there. And I, I think this UCLA team is a really good team. Now, we mentioned in our preview show uh, that UCLA's schedule, really, really difficult. And, and this is part of it. You know, you play that Fresno State game, but coming off an LSU game, and now you're going to Stanford. It's just a lot of tough games that you got to rev, rev back up for, rev back up for But I really think this UCLA team is really, really good. I think they will go in there and win. Do they cover that four and a half number? That's where I'm a little bit scared of. I don't think I'm as bullish to take Stanford as I was. I really sort of want to take UCLA, but I probably want it hovering more in the two category than the four and a half category here. Uh, So I think it'll be an entertaining game. Really will tell you. Where UCLA can they be a Pac-12 contender? Can they be a real contender? I because you know right now I I think Fresno State probably is the best uh, you know non Big Five conference team. Yeah. You know from what we've seen from Cincinnati. Yeah. You know, we've seen Fresno go up there, match one score game with Oregon, go into UCLA, win that one. So uh, I think Fresno right now is probably the best, uh, you know, discounting whatever BYU is. They're an independent, so I don't put them because they aren't in a conference. Uh, but I think Fresno probably is that. So I, I don't really punish the uh, UCLA lost all that much in that especially since it was you know pretty much any whoever was going to have the ball last probably yeah. was going to win that game and uh fresno had the ball last and won that game pretty much so uh will be interesting to see how they bounce back uh into that stanford game and uh if the trend of stanford just sort of having their number uh continues all right speaking of teams having one team's number uh florida tennessee uh Used to be a big rivalry. Uh, Now it's pretty much just uh, mauling every uh, year. Uh, The number would say this would continue this year. Uh, Florida, 19-point favorites here. Tennessee, I I don't know if we know what quarterback's coming out. Uh, I I don't know what defense is coming out here. Uh, Florida, I don't know if they have the passing game, but they sort of showed a, a weird little happy little option offense and the defense really buckled down in that second half first Bama. So what do you make of this game in this really big spread?
1: Well, this Tennessee team is actually kind of opposite of what I thought they were going to be coming into the year. I thought, thought this season Josh Heupel would bring his offense in here. They'd be moving the ball really well. Uh, now they did score fifty six points last week against uh, a yeah, Tennessee
0: I'm discounting that <laughs> team,
1: but they had a pick six. They really didn't look that great offensively, uh, but I think their defense has actually played pretty well. They had a couple of missing pieces that had to sit out a couple games that are coming back. Uh, they played a little bit last week, uh, warmed up, and they're here. Uh, and I think I think Florida still needs to move on from Emory Jones. I think I think they'd be better with uh, the young guy, Richardson, and I think their offense would flow better through him. Uh, I think if we get the right uh, plan for Emory Jones' offense, if we if we contain him from running the ball, make him throw the ball, I, we, Tennessee can force them into some mistakes, but I don't know if Tennessee is going to be able to move the ball offensively against this Florida defense that looked really good in the second half against the Bama team that just couldn't move the ball.
0: Yeah, uh, that's where – You know, I I think Tennessee along the defensive line and in the linebacker are are capable of stopping the run. They've shown that now, you know, how many good running teams have they faced? That's probably a little bit of a question. This is clearly the best running team they've faced so far this season. Uh, But I have, like, they've gotten, you know, penetration into the backfield. The secondary is a different question. But I don't know if Florida can take advantage of that sort of, uh, you know, weakness on the Vols but then you mentioned it I don't know if the Vols can score points here yeah if this Florida Gator defense plays like it did versus Alabama and that's where that number comes into play I really want to take Tennessee because I thought this number was bloated it was about five points off from what I thought it would be Uh, but then you know you start calculating stuff I'm scared Tennessee's going to give them a touchdown or two on the offensive side of things from a a quarterback mistake, Uh, whichever one (laughs) is playing. uh, They're all capable of doing that. And then I wonder what happens if it gets, you know, there's separation there. Like if Florida jumps out to a 21-3 lead, I don't know if the Vols have the ability to sort of, uh, tighten this game up and make it close again, I think it just becomes a runaway. So I want to take that plus 19 cause I think it's bloated. Uh, but it's just hard to gauge where the balls really are schedule they, wise.
1: You know, I haven't looked at it yet. You may see what the first half spread is because mm-hmm. this game could get off to a slow start where Tennessee's kind of hanging with them and then they just lose that grasp and it just blows away and becomes a runaway real quick. Uh, but that, you know, it's what, 10 and a half? 10 first and a half, half, half. So first that's, half. That's, I could see possible. I mean, you know, for half a game, you're getting an extra point versus the night. That's where I worry the last
0: two minutes we start trying to push the ball down the field and so Florida gets up. I, six. I, I definitely
1: could see something where, where <laughs> I, I could see Tennessee come out for maybe two drives yeah, and hang with Florida. But I, I just don't think they have the talent or the depth. To compete realistically, and I, I think this spreads right, right on. I think it's going to be right around that three-touchdown game, yeah, uh, give or take, which means it's going to be too close for me to want to get any action on that one.
0: I I think if the Vols can take care of the ball, no turnovers, I, I think they can easily cover that number. They start turning it over, uh, I think this thing becomes oh, a wash. It
1: depends on if they want to keep this uh, real conservative slow game or if they want to come out and take some chances. I Watching Josh Heupel's offense, I think he's going to sling the ball. Uh, and try to open things up, and that could be their downfall.
0: Well, it, it would be nice if one of them could complete the deep ball. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, Nebraska at Michigan State. Uh, I, I gained a little bit more respect for Nebraska as the weeks have gone by. I, I thought I was going to quit them at week one, but they pulled me back in a little bit here. Uh, Michigan State has looked good so far this year. I think some of it's a little bit of uh, smoke and mirrors. Northwestern might be really, really bad. If anybody watched that Duke game, you'd see how bad Northwestern is. That Miami game was 17-14 going into the fourth quarter when Miami had back-to-back turnovers in their own end. So, you know, quite where it was. Also, if you look at the yardage numbers in that game, Miami had tons of yards uh, and even more bad decisions. Uh, So, I don't quite have a great read on Michigan State. I don't know how much of this is real. I think Nebraska's defense is playing well. Don't trust the offense totally. Michigan State five point favorites here.
1: Uh, yeah, I I like the Spartans here. Uh, I I haven't quite come back on board with Nebraska as much as you have. I think rather than gaining respect for Nebraska last week, I think I lost respect <laughs> for Oklahoma. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, you know, give them credit. I I think. What if we give them, like, two or three wins on the season? Yeah. And they're half, they're at two already? Yeah. Uh, so, we'll see. I don't think their offense is going to be consistent enough. But, like you said, Michigan State struggled offensively against Miami. Now that was a long road trip. We'll see how they do at home. Uh, I tend to lean more Sparty. Sparty
0: there. Yeah. I don't have a pick on this game yet. But my feeling is people are going to see this five – and just assume because they've watched Michigan State and Nebraska's gotten so much bad press, maybe a lot of money gets put in the Michigan State. If this number climbs to seven, I think I'm going in on uh, Nebraska. Oof. If it stays five, I'm out. If it stays six, I'm out. But I I've, think, I've
1: watched that Nebraska quarterback yeah. play. I would never put money on him.
0: But if it gets to seven, I, I think I'm going Nebraska here. But uh, I'm waiting for all the people to uh, see this spread and get confused. Yes. Well, go throw a couple thou on it so we can push it up uh, to a thousand. And then I can take the other side of it. Uh, but, uh, At five, I'm not in love with it, but uh, I'm looking at the number and seeing if it'll move anywhere into that territory. I don't have a lot of love on taking uh, Michigan state as a favorite yet. I I just don't quite trust them yet uh, after that, uh, other than that opening game versus Northwestern who I thought was really bad and is really bad. Uh, So just sort of waiting. And if it doesn't hit the number I want, then I probably am a total pass on it Uh, next up. Kansas State, Oklahoma State. Uh, Is there a worse 3-0 team than Oklahoma State? And uh, is there a more underrated 3-0 team than Kansas State here? Uh, Once again, this number is five and a half points versus Oklahoma State. It's the first true road game for Kansas State. I will say that. But uh, I don't know what Oklahoma State has done that uh, everybody is so enamored with, other than they sort of got that running game going a little bit last week.
1: Yeah, I just – I've been really impressed with Kansas State here. This line opened at eight and a half. Wish I had jumped all over that when it happened. Uh, It's now moved down to five and a half. Uh, But I think, honestly, uh, resume, Kansas State has just looked really good. Um, They beat, uh, you know, first week of the season, a Stanford team that could end up being, you know, right there. We were just talking about them probably beating – UCLA mm-hmm. uh, and they dominated that Stanford game. Uh, Stanford couldn't do anything offensively and they've since scored a lot of points and Kansas state's running game has just been really impressive. Uh, even, you know, last week when Howard had to come in quarterback for uh, Skylar Thompson, I thought they would suffer a little bit. No, nope, didn't even miss a beat. Uh, and Oklahoma state has just been limping along offensively. I haven't really hardly put much together, Uh I honestly don't know why Kansas State's getting so many points here.
0: Yeah, I'm the same way. Uh, Even if that Kansas State offense sort of, you know, isn't quite as good as it was uh, last week, uh, I'm curious how Oklahoma State is going to score on this Kansas State team. Uh, They were shut out uh, in the second half First Boise State. Boise State should have won that game a couple me officiating uh interesting decisions in that one uh sort of cost boise state but they did end up with the win but uh I, i just uh really shocked kansas state continues to get you know underrated here so uh really like this uh five and a half number uh hoping it might climb too so uh maybe if people are still bullish about oklahoma state the only thing i'd worry about is uh it is a road game uh, at night in Boone Picking. That's usually a tough place to play, but uh, you know I don't know if the Oklahoma State fans are quite enamored with this team. Yeah. It's a, a crowd that's been used to lots of offense, and uh, this team is not a lot of offense-type uh, team. All right, we'll move on to the SEC matchup. Kentucky, South Carolina. South Carolina is five-point dogs at home here. Uh, Kentucky sort of owned this series the last handful yeah. of years. Uh, I don't know what to make of Kentucky. Uh, Got a grindy win versus Missouri, uh, a terrible win versus UTC. Now UTC is a solid subdivision team, uh, but should not be playing that tight uh, versus Kentucky if we think Kentucky is uh, that good. South Carolina, um, you know, didn't look great versus Georgia, but did end up covering that number. Uh, an unpretty win versus East Carolina, but East Carolina then the next week went into Marshall one, so that might be a little bit better win than we thought. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what do you make of this game here?
1: I think South Carolina's getting a lot of credit for what they've done, and, and as they should, I think, you know, everyone was putting them down at Vanderbilt's level to start the year, and they've they've shown up. They've, they got that good win against CCU, uh, and I thought they did good covering the spread against Georgia. I think they showed a lot of fight in that game. Uh, in a game they were pretty much out of the whole time. They never quit. Um, and I think, you know, the odds makers saw that as well because I thought this line would open a little bigger. I was hoping to jump on South Carolina with a plus a touchdown, maybe a little more. It's pretty much stayed around around five, five and a half the whole time. So uh, not, enough, uh, not enough points there for me to want to take South Carolina, but Kentucky better be ready for this game because uh, this, this team, South Carolina is playing like they got nothing to lose.
0: Yeah, I think you've summed it up. Not quite enough points for me to want to take South Carolina because I I still don't know if they are – good or not they they looked much better than I thought they would come into the year uh, but it, it's probably a little too high for me to want to take Kentucky on the road here even if they have sort of uh, dominated this series the last handful of years yeah. uh, but it, it, it's just sort of one of those tweener games where I don't like the and number f- for Kentucky I don't like the number for South Carolina.
1: Well South Carolina seems to be really trendy here the way the line's moving which is just another reason you know I I tend to fade the public more often than not, and people are just leaning South Carolina here. So I, I, I'd be a little nervous there, but it uh, should be a good game, and uh, we'll, we'll really see what Kentucky's made of here, I think. Yeah,
0: definitely so. All right, uh, West Virginia, Oklahoma. You've loved West Virginia. You've hated West Virginia. Are you back in love with West Virginia here?
1: I, I'm, I'm loving West Virginia here <laughs> against Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma has had a lot of issues offensively, uh, Rattler turns the ball over like crazy. And guess what? This West Virginia defense, they like to turn you over. They like to get some big stops. I—I I re- This is going to be my upset special of the week. I love West Virginia in this matchup. I think Oklahoma is ripe to go down. Uh, narrowly got out a, a, a game against Nebraska last week uh, with their dignity. Um, but, i you know, the only thing I makes me hesitate a little bit is, you know, west virginia going halfway across the country but it's not a noon game so uh hopefully they're not going down day of (laughs) the game (laughs) i
0: I think that's only a mac thing or possibly a jim Uh, I
1: definitely love all the points west virginia is getting here i think i got in an 18 and a half uh definitely got a parlay with a money line pick love west virginia here
0: yeah um The things that concern me here, I do think the number is a little big. One, I don't love West Virginia going across the country, even if it is a night game. Uh, Two, the quarterback for West Virginia. That's probably the main stinking point. I'm scared he's going to do bad things that will lead to Oklahoma being able to possibly blow this game out.
1: Well, here's another thing I was thinking of is, you know.
0: They take him out of the game and just run the option.
1: Well, Mart- <laughs> Martinez for Nebraska is terrible as well. And yes. he made some plays last week against Oklahoma. So I think, I think uh, Dogie could, could make some plays for West Virginia. Yeah.
0: The thing is Martinez doesn't quite turn it over as much as dogie I think that's the problem. Dogie is uh, sloppy with the ball. I We saw that in the Virginia Tech game <laughs> as I tried to melt that one away. It, it That's what has me nervous about uh, a team coming on the road. Uh, you know, I, I do think this number is high. I don't think, Oklahoma has shown anything uh, where they are capable of covering a a 17 and a half point spread. They played two teams probably in and around the same uh, level as West Virginia in Tulane and Nebraska. Those are five and seven point game. Uh, I I cross out the uh, Western Carolina game, Uh, but you know, Tulane, Nebraska, probably in and around the same, you know, level of team, you know, give or take, you know, 10 or 11 spots there as West Virginia. it just, I I don't want to have that quarterback play and then watch him, you know, sort of self-destruct you like he did in week one in that Maryland game. Uh, This team should be three and oh, Uh, they are not, they are two and one because that quarterback uh, gave Maryland, uh, you know, 21 points essentially in that game. Uh, So that's where my nervousness rise. Uh, But 17 and a half is really, really uh, a big number. uh, And Oklahoma is not proven that they are capable of uh, covering that number quite yet. Uh, I am very curious to see what this West Virginia uh, front uh, does to Spencer Radler, who seems to be a little shaky when uh, he has to uh, remove himself from his uh, spot on his uh, drop here. All right. uh, Last game we're going to cover North Carolina at Georgia tech. Uh, This will be at the uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, not at Georgia Tech Stadium. So uh, that probably means more North Carolina fans will be there Uh, than Georgia Tech fans. uh, Georgia Tech, Spunky versus Clemson. uh, Could have technically gone in and won that game, uh, which would have been a very big surprise. But uh, UNC, 13-point road favorites. Are UNC back? Uh, Would you put UNC as the favorite? Uh, to win the ACC right now. Uh, I, I know Virginia Tech has to lose two games, um, but uh, Clemson not looking great. Tar Heels all of a sudden scoring 60 a game. Uh, what do you make of this game? What do you make of the Tar Heels as ACC?
1: I think they figure things out offensively. Uh, and, yeah, I, I think I would probably make them uh, my favorite in the ACC. I think uh, it's much, if they play replayed that Virginia Tech game right now, Carolina would win. Uh, not sure what happened to Virginia Tech this last week, but uh, they're just not—they weren't as dominant defensively as they were against North Carolina. Uh, that may have been North Carolina still having to figure out their new offense. With well, not their new offense, but their new new players, new
0: skill positions on, on, on their
1: offense, and uh, they seem to have got a rhythm going. And I'll be interested to see how their offense looks against this Georgia Tech team compared to Clemson's offense against this Georgia Tech team. Uh, because if if North Carolina comes out and covers the spread, which I think they will, uh, do you give them an edge over Clemson?
0: Yeah, I, I was looking a little bit at ACC champion odds. I had them marked down. I had a little mark on Wake. Uh, just because if they win this Virginia game, they're sort of sitting there a little bit. I, I, the one I really want, I, I wish the, you know, Joganovich hadn't have gotten hurt in Boston College, because yeah. I, I think that would have been the sort of sneaky one to slide in there. I'm curious about Louisville as well. Uh, I, I don't know if they have enough defense uh, to quite hold in there, but if that offense keeps flowing, um, they might throw their name in the hat. But uh, right now I, I, probably from what i've seen uh and how uh unc sort of gathered themselves and and become you know a real team i put them there the only uh tricky part is virginia tech has to find a way to lose two acc games i don't know if they can find a way to lose two acc games uh to get that nod so you're a little bit behind the eight ball if you want to take you know that futures bet of north carolina so uh will be interesting i'm curious to see uh what this Georgia tech uh, team is after that awful loss to Northern Illinois, they played a good game against Kennesaw state and then played a good game against Clemson. So maybe you just first week uh, yeah. badness and maybe they will be a little bit more solid, more around what I thought they were. I, I thought they'd be, you know, in and around six, seven uh, wins uh, mm-hmm. to start the year. Uh, after that Northern Illinois loss, I, I began to, uh, doubt if they were going to win a game all season long. Yeah. Uh, but uh came to play versus Clemson, so uh, we'll see how much of that is just Clemson and how much of that is Georgia Tech, but uh, interesting game there. All right, uh, those are our games of the week. Now let's get to our picks of the week. All right. All right, I have a small slate of eight that might grow by Saturday. It might reduce by Saturday as well as I get a little bit more nervous as these come up uh, because some of these are a little weird. All right, uh, what is your first pick
1: of the week? Uh, First pick? I'm going to go with uh, the under 68 and a half in the Kent state Maryland game. This one's fluctuated quite a bit. It opened it up at like 70 and a half, went down as low as 65 and a half. I got it at 68 and a half. Now, while I think Maryland's offense uh, should be able to move the ball a little bit here. I, I, I don't see this being a 40 to 30 game. I think it's going to stay under that 68 and a half.
0: Yeah. I wanted to take Kent state in this at plus 14, but I think their schedule attrition that they've, probably had one of the hardest schedules uh, to start the year playing A&M and Iowa. Uh, So I was I, I was a little worried. Uh, the weird Maryland, we're winning the Big Ten thing in, in uh, College Park is starting to roll around. And I'm like, yeah, that's very Maryland to start rolling up that they're going to win the Big Ten and go undefeated and lose to Kent State. Uh, but I, I couldn't quite make myself take uh, Kent State, uh, that plus 14 and a half, just because I, I worry a little bit about schedule attrition. Uh, you know, they're uh, playing Iowa and Texas AM two of the first three weeks of the season, and they're a little beat up. Uh, and they just sort of punt that game and go, we're here to win the MAC, uh, not to beat Maryland. Uh, so my first pick, uh, I mentioned it in our uh, previews, Mississippi State plus two versus LSU. I'm going to ride what I saw last year. I think Miss State might be the better team as well, so I'm what we've seen so far this year. So uh, Mississippi State plus two at home for uh, me. What are you going
1: next? Uh, next up, I'm going to go the over 58.5 in the UCLA-Stanford uh, game. Start with an under going to an over here. I think this is going to be a back and forth offensive game. Uh, I've wanted to take UCLA. Couldn't quite get there, but I'm going to take the over and enjoy the football.
0: Yeah. All right. My next pick, we're going to the Mac and we're going to Toledo minus four and a half first ball state ball. State's been really, really bad uh, this year. Uh, they lost their running back. They haven't been able to find their offense any which way uh, Toledo was really, really good this year. Disappointing loss to Colorado state. If you watch that game though, uh, Colorado State did not have an offensive score. They got a bump block. They got a bunch of field goals. It, it just was a common letdown spot versus Toledo. We've talked about it a little bit. Clean slate now. Toledo's job is to win the MAC. Yeah. Uh, the MAC season starts here. I think they go into Ball State, dominate that game. I really like that four and a half number. Uh, I think it would have been bigger if uh, the Colorado State didn't happen. If this was just coming off the Notre Dame game, I think that number would probably be twice it. So uh, Toledo minus four and a half for yep. I me.
1: Mean, I'm I'm taking what I think is a no-brainer in the Big 12. I'm taking Kansas State plus the six at Oklahoma State. Uh, Love this Kansas State team.
0: Well, guess what? I have Kansas State as well, so we're uh, mutual on the uh, K-State plus the six on that one. All right. uh, You probably should go. Yes, I've got a few years.
1: Uh, I'm going to take the under 52-and-a-half in the Florida Atlantic Air Force game. I think uh, Florida Atlantic turns the ball over a lot. Air Force, is, you know, they play that option offense. It's going to be a slow game. Uh, Doesn't quite get over that 52 and a half.
0: Why don't Uh, you go with another one? Okay,
1: I got a double play here. Oh, there we go. Now we'll catch up. Uh, In the Cal Washington game, uh, we didn't talk about this one, but I think. Yeah, I know.
0: I wanted to, but then I was like, what are we going to say? This will be boring and probably bad weather. It's going (laughs) to be a
1: very ugly football (laughs) game, which is exactly the way Cal wants it. Uh, I'm taking Cal plus the seven and a half at Washington, and I'm also taking the under. 46
0: and a half in this one. Speaking of games that might end up on my slate, Cal might end up uh, on my slate. I I couldn't quite get there yet. Uh, I'm trying to unfold Washington scoring 50 in a game. Uh, I I didn't know if they were going to reach that total all year long (laughs) combined. Uh, So I'm trying to unfold that, but uh, Cal might make their way uh, in there. later in the week. Uh, Next up, we're going Iowa State minus the seven versus Baylor. Uh, We got burned by Baylor last week. Uh, They beat up on my uh, Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, You might want to wait for the Jayhawks pick this week it could be coming uh, but I think Iowa State found their uh, offensive rhythm in that UNLV game always a good game to find your offensive rhythm in and uh, I think Iowa State goes in there and uh, starts their big 12 run uh, by starting to beat up on people and then we all get back on the Iowa State bandwagon after everybody jumps off after their poor start to the season
1: right, next up I'm gonna take North Carolina win big uh, they're going to cover the 12 and a half i think two to three touchdowns is what it's going to be maybe even more than that this could be one north carolina just really puts it on board today
0: all right next up for me i mentioned it kansas plus the 16 versus duke uh duke got off to a 30 to 3 start in that uh, northwestern game thanks to a couple interceptions and uh, then that game ended up uh, 30-28. Uh, so they did not score in the second half. Uh, I think these teams are a little bit more close than uh, people realize. So I think Kansas uh, can cover that uh, 16 after disappointing me a little bit uh, at home versus Baylor. Uh, I'm going back on the Jayhawk bandwagon. No, it is not college basketball season yet, but uh, we're going Kansas plus the 16 for me. All right, I'm going Western Michigan
1: minus three at home versus uh well-traveled San Jose State here. I, uh, Despite the fact that they don't have their coach, I really like Western Michigan here. Got a big win at Pitt. I think they're going to get another solid win against San Jose State this week.
0: All right. And uh, are you ready for my stinker team of the week? Yes. You're going to like this one. Speaking of travel, uh, Hawaii has gone back and forth numerous times from the mainland uh, to Hawaii. We're taking New Mexico State plus 17 and a half versus Hawaii. Uh, New Mexico State, if you look at the metrics, the defense is not the worst thing in the world. Uh, New quarterback last week, he looked uh, halfway like a almost college football quarterback, uh, plus 17 and a half. In New Mexico State, I think that's a difficult game for Hawaii. Uh, Hawaii doesn't have a good passing offense. Still a, a little stubborn about not wanting to run the ball and trying to force the pass. Uh, so I think Hawaii wins this game, but I, I think it's more like what Hawaii's been doing in playing, uh, you know, 2014, 2010 games. So I think New Mexico State plus the 17 and a half this week uh, gets that win.
1: All right. Uh, I'm going to go with a couple here. I'm going to take Louisville, minus the two and a half at Florida State. I think that's my mm-hmm. biggest gimme of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then My upset team, I'm going to take West Virginia, plus 17 and a half at Oklahoma.
0: All right, I'm going Arkansas, Texas A&M, under the 47 and a half. I I think this will be a line of scrimmage game. I don't think the teams will get very aggressive offensively, especially over the top, uh, Concerned the quarterbacks are going to create turnovers. So I think this uh, number is a little bit high here. I I think this game is played in the uh, sort of high teams, uh, low 20s in that one. So we're going under 47 and a half. Those are my picks for the week.
1: Uh, My last one, I'm going to take uh, Sparty, Michigan State, minus five versus Nebraska. I still don't like this Nebraska team, and I think Michigan State gets it done at home.
0: We'll push that number up to seven, and we'll middle it at six. How about that? All right. uh, Those are our picks for the week. Be sure to like and subscribe so you get all our shows. New NFL show coming tomorrow. You can get our winning daily show where we might have a little bit more Clearer view of what our picks will be Saturday. Sir. And sparky. And Sparky will be back. Uh, I think he's going to have a hot week this week. I- I'm feeling a good Sparky week this week. So, like, subscribe. Don't miss any of our shows. That's our show. And we're out. Greenlight Network presents. Football time.